0: It's pretty hard to get mad at this movie, even though every time I saw it reviewed in our local paper's um, television guide, you know, the section where they'd rate all the movies, it always uh-huh. got one star.
1: One star? That's harsh. Very. I um, mean, for a kid's movie that, for starters, first off, um, the movie stars nobody. So already <laughs> that's not, not much of a draw. I, I'm gonna going to get that out of the way but it does I have... don't know if
0: Jurassic Park was a formative movie for our listeners as it certainly was for me mm-hmm. um, you're like, oh hey Ariana Richards she was the little girl in Jurassic Park
1: ah right yes
0: yes the so, the hacker who knows UNix
1: <laughs> right yeah and and yeah have having a Linux desktop yes, it is all 3d interfaces and you're <laughs> flying through cyberspace to. Find the door lock preference panel. Um, They
0: should have spent less on graphics cards and more on like basic security checks for their employees. They should have hired a QA
1: person, maybe, uh, whatever. Um, the uh, where where to start? Um, first (laughs) off, uh, first off, I already had a first off, second off, uh, point the second this movie has great miniatures and it has great practical yes. effects in it and I know that a lot of people are uh, burnt out on CGI not least of which the people doing the CGI you know working 90 hour weeks for you know flat rate um, I hope that whoever worked on the practical ef- effects for this went on to have you know a further career in the same because it's uh, there. there's a lot of uh, good practical effects and miniatures in this movie even if you aren't right. you know particular to to like the script or the story or anything like that which is also not bad
0: yeah i mean it's 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 very rote
1: uh-huh. but
0: compared to some of the shit that i've seen um it's it it hangs together enough um if you watch it with a with a forgiving eye uh going back to the effects uh there's a good reason for that it has a lot to do with the director and co-screenwriter who is a man named Patrick Reed Johnson who did this movie and then went on to direct Angus which I've never seen but I guess a lot of kids and teens saw it at the time and of course the immortal John Hughes penned Baby's Day Out
1: right yeah well I mean John Hughes can do no wrong (laughs) barring Baby's Day Out
0: (laughs) um he has also just completed a film that was literally about, geez, close to 20 years in the making, uh, called 52577. It's the best movie ever. Um, <laughs> no, this one's called 52577, which, of course, refers to the date that uh, a size. film called Star Wars dropped, um, and it's based on the author and director, um, Patrick Ray Johnson's uh, personal experience because as a kid i guess his parents had some connections because they were able to talk some industry folks into giving their 10 or 11 year old a, a trip a little tour and mm-hmm. they showed him a rough cut of star wars or whatever the fuck it was called at the what was the, what was the working title for star wars
1: hell if Blue i know
0: harvest or some shit like that that I don't was know. the sequel I haven't even fucking watched that family the guy The sequel shit, to but... Star
1: Wars. Star Wars 2 slash 5.
0: But anyway, um, this very privileged kid was able to see a rough cut of Star Wars before like the effects and things were even completed. Mm-hmm. And long story short, he was so interested in filmmaking and special effects that he started doing that himself, and he worked on... Uh, he worked on the effects crews for a few different films before he was able to helm his own, um, and I guess he kind of got funneled into uh, child-focused cinema. But maybe that's the kind of story that he preferred to tell. Um, suffice to say, there was kind of a long, um, uh, a long hiatus between uh, his films in the '90s, and then this one certainly, which um, or. Five twenty-five seventy-seven, which he started filming in like two thousand four or something like that.
1: Well, that's about a kids' and, movie,
0: right? Which uh, he wasn't able to complete for a long time because they needed like two hundred k for uh, music rights because okay. the the period soundtrack apparently was very important to the feel in this movie, which I kind of understand. But um, I believe that five twenty-five seventy-seven might be streaming or on uh, available digitally even as we speak. I haven't checked, but um, it was supposed to come out very soon, the last I checked. Um, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about Space Invaders, which certainly shows the filmmaker's affinity for effects, and which has a lot to do with the charm of the film, at least watching it as an adult.
1: Definitely, yeah, because... One of the things that we got from Star Wars was the concept of sort of a lived-in environment, and Space Invaders has that same thing. Like the it the really earlier, does. Yeah, the earlier sets less so with the ships because it's all military stuff. But I mean, you have um, in in the little ship that the uh, that the Martians arrive in, it it is cluttered and messy, and it has you know lots of knickknacks all over the place. And each of them, like you know, their costumes are all very distinctive. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the work and the care that was put into those things really does, like you say, it it's it's a charming addition to the movie for you know puppets that could have just been like rote, boring, you know, pink masses of silly putty, like you know Mac and Me or or your favorite <laughs> ET.
0: Right. Oh God, I hate him so much. Um. But uh. Yeah. And like you were, you know, like you were saying. Um, the effects are so charming and the alien suits which are um they appear to be partially animatronic suits um with little people playing the characters yeah. um one of them is tony cox who was in later in bad santa
1: oh um, that's nice i didn't know that
0: yeah couldn't um, tell with
1: all the makeup
0: well um that it seems that roles for little people in hollywood tend to be somewhat limited and um the uh the um, Tyrion Lannister roles are kind of few and far between, unfortunately. So, yeah. I think you end up playing a lot of um, aliens, elves, munchkins, that kind of thing. But mm-hmm.
1: and they like, um, And yeah, it's you know, it helps for the story's purposes that they happen to be child size. So there's <laughs> there's two cases of mistaken identity going on here. It is it's Halloween on Earth, and this uh this little town of Big Bean. Their one radio station is playing the War of the Worlds broadcast, and these aliens mistake that for the go signal to invade Earth when there are no other Martians around. And since it's Halloween, people see these little green men running around and like, oh, what a and what an adorable costume. And they aren't taken seriously. And they're, yeah, so it's it's Earth people mistaking this fearsome invasion for just, you know, kids in costume. And the fearsome invaders mistaking themselves for fearsome invaders when they're really just five idiots who don't have an (laughs) army.
0: Right. And uh, the War of the Worlds Connection is interesting. It's even alluded to in the film when there are a couple of old people um, reminiscing while listening to the broadcast. Yeah. Um, It's like two old guys saying like, oh, yeah, I remember when this was broadcast. And then one of their wives comes out and she's she's like, yeah, I remember when you like you know yeah, you went off with your you. buddies
1: to fight martians yeah you got to you grabbed a bucket and put it on your head and went to go yeah fight yeah. With your fight the martians with your buddies and it's funny and too. Then, but, go ahead
0: and, and then he tells her ain't you dead yet which is an extremely <laughs> good comeback
1: <laughs> hey you can't listen to this if you want to hear the rest of this episode you gotta head on over to patreon.com slash have you seen this for only $5 a month, you'll get the rest of this episode, plus one more every month, plus over 50 other patron-only episodes. Find the deep cuts for only $5 a month at patreon.com slash have you seen this. link is in the description.